This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Aaron Rodgers' season is officially over, but yours has just begun with my bookie. NFL College Ball, brand new cash out system that gives you the best options to win all season long. You hit the first two legs of your parlay, guess what? You can cash out early, place another bet, or let it ride for a bigger payday. Join us the entire season at mybookie.ag, or you can scan the QR code right next to me. The link is in the description of this video and or podcast, however you're watching or listening. But... Right now, MyBookie has a no-strings-attached cash bonus that lets you deposit and withdraw quick. Use promo code 49ers49ERS on your first deposit of 50 or more, and you can receive up to $200 in cash instantly credited to your MyBookie account. That's 49ERS, that's the promo code, to claim your bonus now. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere, and I mean anywhere. You can bet anywhere. I've lived in California for eight years. Bet anywhere. I mean it. Head over there with... My bookie. What's going on, everybody? I tell you what, the season is underway. We got one week until we're in Pittsburgh, and it's official. The heat is on. On today's show, I got the great John Chapman, and we're going to break down each game and figure out how can the offense win the game. We're going to talk about the offense on today's episode. Stick around, baby, on the Wayne Breezy Show with the one and only John Chapman. Let's go. Puffing on live. If you're with me, let me hear you say, I, John Chapman, what's going on, baby? Hi. Hi. <laughs> Dude, I'm so pumped to be here, man. Fridays have turned into uh, one, I always like Fridays, but it's always my least productive day of work. But starting Fridays off, recording with you, it's a good way to start the day, man. Oh, man, I appreciate that, man. Shout out to everybody out there, especially you, John. You are, I, you are becoming 
like James Brown. I'm going to start calling you the hardest working man in show business, man. So keep up the great work, man. But shout out to all the Breezy Bunch crew members out there. I see the Countdown crew in the building as well. I got to give them shout outs. You know what? This is part of what they sign up for. So I want to make sure I recognize them out there. So Jax Knox is in the building. All right. Good morning, Breezy and Faithful. Have a great show. Peachy is in the building. Welcome to the show. Be sure and smash that like button on the way and join the BB crew. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel if you haven't and let a friend know about this great 49er content with the hashtag BB. My man Dion is in the building from Niner Gang Podcast, and he's starting to show off with a question, John. So I'm going to give this question to you. We're going to put you right on the spot, very beginning Let's of the show. It. Before we even, we're just going to do it. Good morning, Breezy. Question. Why does Bosa get peripheral, per, per, I can't even say the damn word. Preferential. Preferential. It's Treat, why does he get the why does he get a pass? Damn it, just say pass. Why does he get a pass? Everyone wanted to trade and cut Debo and threaten his life for his holdout. Why not the same energy for Bosa? I'm just saying. Yeah, so I'll say this. One, most of those people aren't here. Um, that's not this community. That's the crazy wackos and whatever else. And I hate that. Anytime somebody's fighting for money, I am always pro player i am pro player in every single negotiation almost at all times um i think a lot of it has to do with one boast is coming off one of the greatest years of all time uh for a niners defender but you can say the same for debo um 1770 total yards the year out there uh he put everything out front and i, I think there's two different ways to handle this i'm not saying one's better but like Bosa put everything out there, demanded the trade or requested the trade, you know, the social media stuff. Bosa and John Lynch got together and said nothing public. And whenever John Lynch was asked about stuff this week, he said, no comment. I'm not going to share anything. So it's just completely under the cover, whether that's a good or a bad thing. Debo showed up to practices. Debo worked on the side. Uh, we're not seeing that from Nick Bosa. So, yeah, it's it's definitely different. Why does he get a pass though? That that's that's the real question. Like, is it because they're they're both dominant at their positions? I understand that Debo might have been, according to some people, more diva esque because he put out there, "I want the trade." Yeah, wide receiver. It kind of goes with that. It goes with the yeah. yeah like it it, it goes yeah. Like right, you don't really get that from well, you might not get that from the edge rushers. They know they're going to get paid top dollar because that's a prime position but why does it seem like he's getting a pass because he's a top five player in the nfl i think that's a big reason why um i mean for some people i'm sure you know the fact that he's white and whatever else will play into it that's not my thing but i don't think anybody would disagree bosa's the best defensive player he literally just won the best defensive player at the second most important player position in sports so i i that's my guess. I don't know. It's different for everybody. Um, I I never I was the one that was saying we're not trading Debo. We're not trading Debo. We're not trading Debo. No matter what, he's going to be on this team. Uh, I would say the same thing about Trey Lance though for a while till Brock got healthy. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I that's a question that you'd have to ask for those people. I don't understand it. I don't know why they went after Debo in the first place. I thought that was a mistake. And so yeah. I, I I think a lot of it just has to do with he's a top five player in the NFL. Um, there's a couple quarterbacks ahead of him, and that's it. I would not take any other position. I wouldn't take Justin Jefferson over him. I wouldn't take any other position over Nick Bosa if I could start the NFL from scratch. And so I think that's a big reason why. 
Hey man, I like your I like your answer. But All right, legit we, question, legit question. It's a de- it's definitely a legit question. I I do feel like somewhat he's getting a pass, and 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 I I don't really care if he doesn't take the social media. I mean, that's his prerogative. That's maybe how he handles things. He's never been a social media person, but Devo is. Like some people, some people get on social media and they they tell their life stories, right? And then some people just don't. Right. But at the end of the day, I just feel like we should have the same energy for both. And Bosa is still not here. It's nine one. So we're on an official Bosa watch. Right. We want to pay Nick Bosa and get this over with. And we'll talk about that in a second. But, Dion, thank you for that. And thank you for starting to show off with a nice question. I appreciate that. We got a new member to the channel, baby. Yeah. My man, at that, man, Matthew Asada. Uh, looks like that's the Gravedigger truck. Every monster truck is just the Gravedigger because that's the only truck I know from the monster truck series. Gravedigger. Gravedigger. It's funny. I like grave. Speaking of, we have a Gravedigger on our team, Javon Hargrave. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. It just came up with a shirt idea just like that from Matthew. Thank you so much for becoming a YouTube <laughs> member. I appreciate that, Matthew. Uh, real talk. Uh, I know we missed out on a bunch. Mike's in the building. Colin's in the building. Eddie G's in the building. Nigel's in the building. Brandy's in the building. Troy in the building. 187 on the Undercover Cop in the building. Niner Cali boy. We got to get through these, John. My man Oscar is in the building. Chrissy says, hi, Breezy and John. She's in the building. Miss Debbie, happy Friday, y'all. In the freaking building. I love the I love, I love the Countdown crew, and I love the Breezy's bunch. This is what I'm talking about. You guys make the show all right john we got a lot we want to get to i definitely want to get to the end of the show where we're going to break down this this offense because i feel like this year may have to be a little bit different on how we approach certain things all right how we approach certain things now listen guys ladies and gentlemen we are sponsored by residency so make sure you go to www.residency.com you can see it right here on the bottom of the screen all right all right and then use the promo code i know you can't see it right now because i got the bosa watch going but s f breezy all right it's in the description of the show you guys just click on the link boom they got a 40 percent sale going on right now you can see john and i we are rocking the residency caps all right so make sure you go ahead and check them out use that promo code save on your purchase today all i right? think i have six residency hats and whenever i, have... I wear these mm-hmm. i get the most comments and i've it's... used your code on every damn hat i've ever bought oh, so man. Yeah. sf breezy wear it trust me you look good everywhere everybody always asks about it Go get your hat, man. Look good with it. You gotta look good. You gotta look good. You gotta look good, you know? And 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 it'll be cool. Show up to the game, be like, hey, Breezy, I used that promo code. Thank you. That that's that's all I'm asking you to do. Use the promo code. Let's start with some 49er news, man. Uh Mitchell is back and healthy, John. Hey, I'm putting so important. Uh, listen, you know what, John? It just dawned on me. We are the dumbest people in the world. It just hit me. I just came up with an idea. You and I should call our show Lethal Weapon. Oh, oh, am I Murdoch? Yes, <laughs> I'm Briggs. I gotta I'm, get my hair perm. Wait, you gotta talk like Danny Glover though, because I'm Briggs. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> but no, seriously, I'm coming up with a term for Mitchell and the CMC because if they're healthy, that's the 49ers' lethal weapon, right? You put them together. You you, you keep them separate. They're bang bang, right? You put them together. Oh my gosh! Bet you by golly, wow! We saw what the 49ers could potentially do with both of them healthy in the lineup at the same time every week. That's got to be scary, John. I, 
I think we didn't get to see a lot of it, but that Chargers game, you go back to the bye week after the trade, CMC early, Elijah Mitchell late. It was one of the only close games. The 49ers blew out everybody for the most part. There were about four or five close games the entire year, even including the playoffs. But, man, I think you saw a glimpse of what Shanahan wants to do. Um, there we go, Michael. I'm too old. I'm too old for this shit, man. <laughs> too old for this, bro. I love it, man. I love it. I can't snap my shoulder back into sorry. I can't do that. But... I don't think any of us can. If the shoulder yeah. pops out, it's gonna be there Same. until somebody else puts it back in, yo. Uh, th- listen, yeah. I, I we saw it. I thought we were gonna get it in the NFC Championship game. Unfortunately, that's not how it panned out. But it's gonna not be. A, it I I just feel like if Mitchell Mitchell says he's healthy and i mean we won't really know but what if everything that they did for mitchell and the and the off season was precautionary because they know what he can do in a regular season they know what he could do in a game you didn't necessarily need him in the off season and you gave the reps to the younger guys like your jordan p mason and ty davis price who looked promising both right both Both you have a four the 49ers have a four running back crazy stable john that's that's important and the weird thing is like uh, jordan mason's you know he's practicing off the side with like a foot issue i think yeah but when was the last time we had this many healthy running backs now i don't think that it's gonna last i hope that it does but the difference is when shanahan doesn't have his favorite back there he adjusts his play calling my hope is with Mason and TDP showing that they belong and increasing the receiving skills and all that, even if Armageddon happens and somebody gets injured, maybe Shanahan can stick with the same type of play calling, which would be huge. That would be such a big difference for this offense because at some point running backs just get banged up. That's just the way the NFL goes. That's just how it is, right? I mean, yeah. I, I just feel like if he can stay away from hitting people with his knees or getting hit in the knees, I think we'll be fine. You know, right. I think I like we'll be that. fine. And especially if you use him like in that war of attrition type thing, right? Where you don't start the game off with him, where the defense is all wild up. You got your Christian McCaffrey. You're not you're gonna give Christian McCaffrey some up the middle dives and things like that. Uh, but he'll help soften up that defense. So when Mitchell comes in, he's gashing seven, eight. I, I feel like he was gashing seven to eight yards per carry when he came in to spell uh Christian McCaffrey. So I'm I'm super excited about that. Let's talk about Jake Moody. And Kyle Shanahan being optimistic that he'll play week one. And if they feel like he can't go, they'll bring up the practice squad kicker who they did not sign as of yet. But he was in the building on yesterday. Uh, but let's talk about this, man, because a lot of people aren't and and a lot of people aren't sold on Jake Moody from the preseason. And I can respect that. Uh, but I do want to talk about like what he did do that was well. So let's let's talk about this. If Jake Moody is good to go week one are you are you good are, are you know what i mean that's like, what i want yes so obviously i've not been the champion <laughs> it's because they the drafted favorite. him in the third round that's I why just, right i just don't the value draft value and all that stuff whatever else having said all those things jake this 49ers team is better with jake moody cook kicking than they are with Wright. 
There's no doubt about that. And even if you put Jake Moody out there and he struggles and he goes through stuff like he did in the preseason, I would prefer that week one than I would week four. Get it out of the way. Allow him to establish confidence. Allow him to go through the ups and downs of the season earlier rather than later. This is a playoff team. So the quicker that he gets out there and established, whether he's red hot from the start or whether he struggles early, I don't give a damn. The Niners are better with Jake Moody out there, and the earlier, the better. I do not want right out there. If Jake Moody's 90%, I'd rather have him suit up. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Interesting. Even though, even though Matthew Wright, three for three at that stadium. It's not our future. It's not, not our it's future. Not future. I want to go through the growing pains earlier rather Thank than you. Later. Thank you. Keyword, phrase, growing pains. And you're going to get to that. Week one. We're trying to win down the road. This down the road. This is a tough game, and I we're, I'm spending my money, and we're going out there, we're partying, we're renting venues, we're spending all this damn money for all these parties, which I love, but, like, time out. Week one's huge. It's not a division game. It's not even a conference game. John, Get that you, out of the way. You have no idea, and this is not because I'm a Jake Moody guy, but he's a rookie, and just like any other rookie that may start week one, they're going to go through some growing pains. Yes. And so 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 you you mean to tell me you want to ice this kicker, sit him down, and then still he has to come in and still be great? Like how does That's he get great mess with all this up here yeah, too? How does he how does anybody get great without the reps? We're not going to get deep down and we're yeah, not going to even go yeah. into We've heard that before. <laughs> but you, but that's my thing. Like, how how does he expect you want this kicker to be highly accurate and spot on when you get call upon his number, right? Well, then he get has to get there. in and kick the damn ball, now, make it I, or miss it, right? But Mitch was now, if if there's an issue with the leg, which obviously there is, quad, it's quad strain. Don't put him out there on kickoff. Just put him out there on extra points and just say, hey, we're not attempting fifty plus yarders this week. We're going to give him the Robbie Gold treatment. You we're going to be. Gonna the 50 and under. We're not trying to get them to go out there and robo-leg this thing. So, look, we just need you to go out there, make your extra points, kick from 40 and under, and let's start building this the right way. I would prefer that over bringing up right from the practice squad. Um, it, that's just me. Now, if his quad says, look, coach, if he goes out there and does that, he could re-aggravate this, then that's when you step in and say, all right, call the – practice squad guy up 
But that's the only issue. Now, I don't know what those medical checks are. I don't know where they're at. But the fact that Shanahan came out and said, we are optimistic that he'll be ready week one, I'll take that. And I like it. We got a super chat contribution from Jax Knox. She says, Sue Wayne and John, do you guys think we will beat the Steelers? Also, will our defense come up swinging? Uh, I'm still 17-0. Brock Purdy, give me hope that it's accomplished. That's a word? It is today. Uh, I think so. Okay, that's dope. Accomplished a bow? I'm not a smart man. Me neither. I made up my own word uh, to follow up. I don't know why I have a, a a problem with trying to figure out what the hell they're saying. I should just read the whole thing. She gave the explanation if I, I would have just like read it. I like you stumbling through it, though. I ain't going to lie. Oh, man, listen. I it's I didn't write it. So <laughs> Anyway, uh, do you think we'll beat the Steelers? That's the question. I think so. You know, the Vegas point spreads two and a half points favoring the 49ers. Um, the Bosa thing matters a lot. And I think even if he does sign today, which everybody kept, this was the prediction day. Um, you know, my prediction day was after a long time ago, <laughs> like a month ago is whatever I thought he would sign. But uh, so, yeah, I don't know. But I'll tell you this. Even if he does sign today, he's on a pitch count week one. That hurts. This dude does ain't he, playing a full game. Does he have to be game. on the pitch count, though? He sure as hell better be. He ain't practiced. Ah. He ain't hitting people, all that stuff. Uh, now, maybe instead of 50 snaps, he gets 40 snaps or 35 snaps. But, yeah, he's we're rotating anyway. We've got all these healthy defensive ends. Yeah, I, I mean, if if let's say hypothetically Nick Bosa signed today, I'm telling my coach, look, you got 35 snaps. That's what I would do uh, personally. Again, not winning the question week is one. Like how, how, we are going to win week one, but that's not the goal. Like, But how effective would he be? In those 35 snaps, like what if what if Nick needs time to churn up? Would you risk him playing? Would you have him playing and risk him opposed to or just not let him play until he gets a couple of a week of practice under his belt? Like at that point, that's what I would. That's kind of like where I would be. I would I would go out there without Nick Bosa and the plans for this week. as, As long as you get him signed and get him back in the building now for the for the for the defenses for the defense that changes up things but i think they may have been preparing for this and for the pittsburgh team they're gonna look to take advantage of nick bolsa not playing yeah 100 percent. he's the best defensive player of the nfl now just to put in perspective i just pulled up a random game week 12 last year against the saints which we'll talk about in a minute he had 45 defensive snaps so i think like that's and he was healthy so you you like we're talking the difference between five to ten plays here, like yeah, you're just, but you're just backing them off just a little bit. Yeah, but those, yeah, those are huge five to ten plays. But Bosa's not out there. It's this ain't the same defense. I mean, I keep going back to that Atlanta game, John, and there was no Bosa period. And the Niners' defense, I know the offense made mistakes, but usually the Niners' defense usually helps to compensate for the offense making mistakes or they'll get the ball back or whatever. They just got bullied in that game. Like they, there was no Nick Bosa. There was no pressure uh, to me up front that I feel like the Niners are in the same realm, but we can't say that they're the same when you added a high valued player in the middle, in the interior. Now I don't know what that's going to look like 
or translate on the football excited field. About it, man. I'm, I'm super excited about, about Javon Hargrave, but like, again, I don't know what it's going to look like, right? But it's still going to be a little different without having someone setting that edge out there and taking up double teams. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, I want Cleveland Farrell out there opposite Bosa. When Bosa comes out, I want Kerry Hyder in there. Right. Um, I want to see Drake Jackson on pass rush situations only. Um, that's what I want. That's what I would prefer. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what we get. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see how week one pans out. But again, we got some time. So that's the good the good news is we have time, but every day that goes by, we have least less time. And I think that's what makes it nine days, man. Nine n- days. Nine we fly days. out. I fly out to Pittsburgh one week from today. What's today? Friday? Friday. Me too. Shoot, I'll be I'll there. Be, I'll be on a plane. I just realized that. I, we gotta record seven, next Thursday. Seven days. I gotta earn yeah. the flight. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, seven seven whole days we'll be in Pittsburgh. Uh, you know what I want to do in Pittsburgh? I want to do a show in Pittsburgh. Is that possible? Yeah. All right. I'm bringing everything I own. We're going okay. to Pittsburgh. All right. Because um, I feel like we haven't gone live since the draft, and that was a couple of years ago together. Like, you know, we got to figure it out. Um, Look, John, I, you know, and, and let's, let's, before we get into everything, let's talk about the injuries, because this is what, worries me a little bit now i want to know how worried you are um and shout out to edgar with the super chat sticker i wish i could see this damn sticker edgar ascoli thank you so much for the super chat sticker we truly appreciate your contributions and your support to the to the channel injuries george kittle talanoa hufunga greenlaw uh jordan p mason okay gibson wait a minute both our starting safeties is on the damn injury report and then Aaron burks John, like, which one of these make you feel like, oh, man, they're not going to be, they may not be available week one? I would say each one of them is probably going to be ready to go week one. Kittle's the biggest question mark, I would assume. Um, Hufunga could go today. A lot of this is just preventable, and so we'll know a lot more the Wednesday, Thursday of next week's practice. This is, coaches treat this like a bye week. And so this is a time to get everybody healthy. Let's get everybody up, ready to go. And so you're very – all those players were working out on the side field, side field this week. So I think a lot of them are going to be out there. Um, so the Kittle one is my biggest question mark with his issue. That That's that's the one that – Kittle changes everything. Um, Kittle changes everything. What's what's funny is they're asking me what the hell is Gibson's injury, and I can't tell you. I don't even remember him being injured other than him being old. So, like, <laughs> I don't remember an injury. He didn't play in the, much in the preseason. So I don't know what that injury. I feel like it's undisclosed. He just was, wasn't was practicing yesterday, but he was there. Uh, he was on the sideline. All these players were on the sideline except for George Kittle. George Kittle right. didn't practice, period. They did say that they plan to have Kittle back monday for practice that's the plan and so that's what makes me a little concerned kiddo didn't play week one last year either yeah it changes everything and our offense didn't look as great isn't this crazy i mean so like tight ends uh, so that yeah but no one's kiddo no but i'm saying that tells you this was a position that they wanted extra and they brought back fumagalli so I, I'm not into all that stuff, but I'm just saying 
that's a lot of vets. And you and Fumagalli, I'm glad that they brought him back. He, I would have had him on the active roster personally, but I, I would not be shocked if Braden Willis was a healthy scratch. You promote Fumagalli, and you have those three guys. I don't want that. I want Kittle out there. He's one of my favorite players, and I know Kittle wants to be out there, but just a concern, just something to keep an eye on. We'll see what happens uh, next week. Wow. So we're going to see how that that pans out, man. We're just going to keep our eyes open. Like, we're all hoping that these players are, like, healthy. I mean, that's the key point is, like, for them being healthy and then, you know, being out there. Kittle does make the offense tick. I will say that. Like, he's like a key. And once you plug in that key, especially for Brock Purdy, because to me, Brock Purdy was a better quarterback with Kittle out on the football field. I mean, Kittle finished last season. All his TDs came from Purdy. I was going to say, he had 11 touchdowns, and I'm sure nine of them came from Brock Purdy. <laughs> he sure as hell did. I, I want that exact number. Oh, yeah, let's I'm, get that exact number, I, man. I got you right here. Because I'm, right I'm thinking that at minimum nine of them Johns came from Brock Purdy, bro. <clears throat> Look at you, East Coaster. Johns. East Coaster. That's right, I, man. Don't you love it? I do. I, I always do. All right, so if we're looking at 2022, he had 11 touchdowns. Only, and so Miami's when it started, four of them came beforehand. So seven came from Brock Purdy. And of those seven, all seven were in the final four weeks of the regular season. He scored two, two, one, two to end the season. So it was only seven? seven. So he got four from Jimmy, none from Trey, and seven from Brock. Okay. Correct. I like it. Listen, uh, but my, my my point is, he helps. He's it, you're gonna be if he doesn't play week one, you're gonna be worried about the run game a little bit. You're gonna be worried about him being that threat in the passing game as well. Like, and so you're taking a big chunk of your mm-hmm. offense away, and you're putting it on somebody else. I think the best matchup for the 49ers is going against those linebackers. Okay. I think that's everything. And so the greatest stress that you could put on these linebackers is that CMC Debo Kittle kind of triangle, right? Let's go freaking Phil, 96 Bulls, all that stuff, right? Offense, baby. Let's go. And so, like, that's what that does is is you just what the hell do these linebackers do? And so you got Cole Holcomb, that's their starter. Right next to Roberts, a Landon Roberts. I think it's the biggest weakness of their team, of their defense. How do you attack it without Kittle? And so I think you can still attack it with CMC and Debo for sure, but you're taking away Scotty Pippen. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody's going to do all the dirty work. That's you. It's it changes the flow. I'm not saying Kittle's going to be out. I'm saying this is my number one concern. And I want to focus on the positivity and all that stuff because there's so much good stuff going on right now. But this is something to watch. We got to watch it this next week. Practice reports matter. So I just wanted to put this out there, and I don't know if this is true, but here's an update from 49ers uh, on NBCS. It says that Nick Bosa and the 49ers reportedly have a $4 million per year gap in the contract expectations. $4 million gap. So if you want to know what the holdup is, this I'm not sure if this is 100% accurate. That came from Albert Breer. It came Um, from Albert Breer. So the the $4 million gap is usually when a top-tier player gets 
a new contract, you go about 10 to 15% over the previous biggest contract at that position. Nick Bosa plays defensive end. The last biggest contract two years ago, TJ Watt. However, we're in a weird spot because Aaron Donald got this giant contract last year, even though he doesn't play the same position. And so this whole argument, not saying it is accurate, but this whole conjecture, you know, conjecturing that's being put out there is that Bosa's people want to go off of the Aaron Donald contract. The 49ers want to go off the TJ Watt contract. How much of this is factual? We won't know. Uh, but if that's the case, that's where that $4 million come from. So that's a big gap. Mm-hmm. I, well, one not, contract was done two years ago, and one contract was done after winning after, the Super Bowl for a Hall of Fame player. Back in uh, 2020, though, right? You talk so, about Aaron Donald's contract was done back in 2020. It was done right after they won the Super Bowl, correct? I don't know when the – I don't really care when that was, but I feel like it was 2020. Am I wrong? Um, It was after 2021. Okay. Yeah, so his first year of his contract, it was done in 2022. Does it have when they signed it? I don't know, but that's a big-ass gap. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, no wonder. <laughs> and the guaranteed money. And then on top of that, Aaron Donald signed a three-year Three year deal. deal. So and his guaranteed money is way higher there, than what T.J. Watt got. Which so- was a five-year deal. Which spread that money out a little bit. Right. So, you know, I always want with Nick Bosa, everybody's talking about like how much per year. I don't give a damn about that. I want the years, man. Um, now, if I was Nick Bosa's agent, I'm saying sign the shortest deal possible. Uh, that's what I would say. No. I want another shot. I want another no. shot. At a huge so, so maybe that's what's going on. Maybe he's looking to get a four this year is deal. All speculation. This yeah, is right. All we're just speculating. So maybe it's a four year deal uh, that he's looking to get. If like, I'm you know Niners, I, mean? I want a five-year deal. If I'm Bosa's people, I want a three-year deal. You meet in the middle, kind of hash that out. That's probably what happened. My guess is it'll be a four-year extension. Yes. Because you got to remember, this is where it's a little bit different than Aaron Donald as well. He has we that have fifth-year Bosa option. on the fifth-year option. Correct. So an extension, we already have him for one year. So if they do a four-year extension, that's one plus four. You got him for that's five That's the five years. This is interesting. This This can still be long, though. Like, we're hoping it's not. But this can still be long drawn out into week one. Now we get it. If, 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 if these numbers are correct, four million. I know some people are saying four million is not a lot of money. That it's a lot for me. It's a lot for me. It's a lot for the but Niners. We can't put ourselves into this because it doesn't apply. Well, it's a lot for the Niners too. I mean, they they and, and it all depends on how they're trying to make up that four million. Like, where are they trying to pay him? Is it? Is it in the signing bonus? Is it in this? Is it incentive based? Is it like, ah, shit, sugar. Let me let me put this into just a different feel. A player that's getting four million dollar cap hit right now on the 49ers is Jake Brindle. So that four million dollar difference is the difference in your starting center. Does that make sense? So that puts it into the way in which the Niners are looking at these quote unquote numbers. Interesting. All right. Well, we told you we're going to be on the Nick Bosa watch. And whenever updates come through, we're going to give you those updates uh, as we are live. I'm hoping I'm that, like a madman. Well, I'm just hoping the next update is that we signed. That, that, that's that's what that's we're huge. hoping for. Uh, but then we can put a lot of stuff to bed. And, you know, let me ask you this, John. With Nick Bosa, 49ers defense is number one. Without Nick Bosa, where do you have us ranked? 
I think we're kind of a five to ten defense. Um, Ouch, and I think that's a, a big, big ass drop. It is huge because what I think even with Nick Bosa defensive end is probably the weakest position group of our defense. And so whenever you take away that ace in the hole, that changes things. Now, can the 49ers win week one? Hell yeah, they can. Yes, they 100 percent can win without Nick Bosa, but it changes things. It really, really does change. I mean, he's the best defensive player. He's that damn good. He's dominant against the run. He's dominant against the pass. Every play he's out there is a positive. And it's in the defense's head or the offense's head. You got a scheme for this guy. Let's talk about the roster because Nick Bosa isn't currently accounted for on the 53-man roster. The Niners have their roster put together. They got their practice squad and and sing, and I think we have a pretty damn good practice squad roster. And shout out to all the players and sp- shout out. You know, what I wanted to give a shout out to and a round of applause to your boy Quantrez Knight, who had a deal with a different team. You want to say that team? Yeah, the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, he got two teams put in practice squad, offered him practice squad in he, the NFC West, and he chose to come back. He chose. I to didn't come think back. he would. I didn't think he would. Because he one hundred percent outplayed Isaiah Oliver and got passed over, and so that's that's rough. And so I'll say this: in my opinion, if he doesn't get a shot to get called up, the next available opportunity, you can peace out that dude. He gone. Now, let me ask you. I got a couple questions for you. Now, I, I do want to put the the context out there that he did pass up the offer, and it was because they wanted to put him. Arizona wanted to put them put him on their practice squad. They had another guy ahead of him. They put a claim in on him for the active roster. Yes. So they they put in a lot of claims. They claimed, and this is what's crazy too, talking about the roster. The 49ers lost the most players or were claimed off of our, our waivers with three. Cardinals put in three claims on our players alone. And so they put in a claim for Quantrez Knight to be on their 53, but they had somebody ahead of them that they put in a claim as well, a priority claim. So that's why he didn't get there. Then they offered practice squad. He said, no, I'm going to stay with the Niners, um, which I think is smart. But if he gets a chance to be on an active roster, he, he he's taken that. Uh, that's just the way he goes. He, he'll Interesting. Take it. He should. Uh, it's a giant pay raise. Niners oh. passed over him for Isaiah Oliver. That was my question. I knew I had a giant question. pay raise. So so like he's on the practice squad, right? Correct. Which means he can't leave, right? No, uh, he could leave for an active roster spot. Oh, he can um, leave. And he could go in and you could say, look, man, I need you to cut me. I need you to waive me. Okay. Like, you're not going to give me a he shot. He would still have to clear waivers. Correct. Well, okay. no, 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 because he's not on a 53. He would just literally be dropped. Be a free agent. Spot. Yeah. All right. Just wanted to get clarification on that. But I so. love that we got him back because he's a badass, man. Well, Gosh. Th- th- the he's fact that never he never had a bad tape, never had bad tape. The fact that he chose the 49ers speaks volumes. So there's something about the culture and maybe in the room, John, they went to him and said, listen, we're offering you a practice squad spot, but you will have an opportunity to earn an active so, 53. Man. I mean, I, I, why else would he have taken the job on the practice squad spot? Yeah, he knows know. that the, he knows there's a struggle. The one thing I love about Quantrez Knight is he'll he's willing to play anywhere on the defense. So he's willing to play safety. He's willing to play outside. He's willing to play inside. And so that versatility and the willingness, the mindset of Quantrez Knight and special teams is what sells me. Like, I want people to understand that from from my perspective, this is a great problem. The 49ers are stocked 
and they were loaded already and they just needed to fill in certain holes and they're lucky to be able to get some of the talent that they were able to get to stash on a thing called the practice squad aka the developmental league like right and so like they were lucky and to have a guy like Quantrez knight who you have been highly sought on from day one him and jordan a, mason my him guys and jordan year. mason there's a possibility my guy's gone he's on the jets there's a possibility that he will get the opportunity not just from not just from an, like an injury like literally he might get the opportunity so i think that's one of the reasons why he chose to come back with the 49ers and speaking of the roster john let's rate the roster like how do you feel there's no nick bosa on the roster so how would you rate or you know or grade the roster you could just do it simply offense and defense and then start with the defense how would you rate the defense and then give me your rate on the offense and then we'll jump into the next segment without nick bosa or the defensive side i'm going b plus like it's still a b plus a minus in that kind of territory without bosa now you added bosa and that's where things change i think the two kind of red flag areas is that defensive end spot opposite bosa if he's here and then that nickel spot um you know and then if you put demo there in the nickel now how's ambry thomas going to play against george pickens weeks one that's like that's the matchup that i'm just like uh it keeps me up at night i don't like that matchup at all i I think the strength of george pickens goes against the biggest weakness of ambry thomas which is contested catches um i don't like that matchup so there's just two areas that's Hmm. kind of funny funny you brought that up because you know i'm going to defend yeah ambry thomas rightfully so he's had a hell of a camp i'll defend him with you what 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 what, the only reason why here's why i'm defending him when he's matched up against freaking talent, he's fucking a lock. He's a lock. And let's go through the talent games from his rookie year. When he was matched up against third and fourth wide receivers, he struggled. I don't get it. When he was matched up against ones, he was a lock. Let's talk about that because Jamar Chase didn't go off until he was off of Ambry Thomas. A.J. Brown didn't have a game until they put him in a slot. Like, let's talk about the strength of Ambry Thomas to where, like, something about the competition ups the level of his play he has to be better against the weaker the, the less lessened competition i think that's his issue but when you put the put him in the spot hey man you got to guard the number one dude he kind of plays well i like Am I that. wrong i mean it's the goldfish method ah! right you play to your level you grow to your environment whatever else and you know Ambry thomas has been good he struggled in camp early for he sure he on a lot of contested catches but you're right. I mean, he's been playing with the ones. He's played good. That one play in the preseason still drives me absolutely bonkers with like 20 seconds left. He bit on the out route. But we'll see. Uh, that's going to be the matchup. If there's one matchup where I'm like, okay, if you can tell me this goes well, the Niners win. If Ambry Thomas has a good game out there against George Pickens, I, it's, it's hard to find outside of turnovers and you know special teams play. For like, sure. I'm I'm sitting here saying thumbs up, man. If if Ambry can just hold his own, I'm not saying he needs to be locked down. Just be just, average. Just right. Just, don't wait, get no, hurt. no, no, no. Just don't make the mistake. But here's the thing: he needed to make that mistake. Like he needed way. get it. Mental rap. Don't bite on the don't bite on the out route. Don't bite on the out and mother freaking up. Right? Like I'm not gonna bite bite on the out and up. Hey, I've seen this before. Like you know what I'm saying? So, I, and, if and I'm I, the Steelers. 
I'm, I'm testing here that. telling you when 20's out there, we're running a damn out and up. Period. I went up, yo. <laughs> People like, what's up? Yo, that's what that's what he bid on. Like, right? And so, like, and, and again, another player that just needs to get out there and see these routes, see these reps. I don't know what they I've been to a practice, but they don't necessarily work on those type of like they don't just work on a route. Like they working on an overall type of thing, you know, and you heard Steve Wilkes talk here. about it. It's yeah. mental. It's yeah. don't take the cheese, man. Don't take the cheese. You can't do Interesting. that. And Interesting. so what did Wilkes say? His number two focuses, one turnovers, two limiting big plays. Yeah. Got to limit those explosive plays. That's uh, film. That's in the, the meeting rooms. And, and it happens. It doesn't, it doesn't just happen to our cornerbacks. It happens to linebackers that bite like and, and and they get blocked out and they gave up that big run in the last preseason game right and so like you look at little things like that and the cool thing you you want to know what i feel like is cool about that it's fixable it's fixable it's not uh a talent thing it's not it's not a a, a skill it's, you know it's not something that you know that the players will do over and over again they need to go see where they messed up where they went wrong and then they can try to get another opportunity to go out in the field and fix it so i think that's what's cool about that matthew says when we play the cowboys do you guys think some crazy injury will all of a sudden come up for dak and they throw trey in and it becomes a big thing like trey versus the 49ers I mean, look, I'll say this. I don't ever want injuries ever. Ever. Like, ever. Even for the Seahawks or the Cowboys or Can't whatever. I haven't thought this, though. Yeah. I, I, yeah. And, but this is scary stuff. Um, I I don't even – this is what's weird. I don't even want what's best for Trey anymore. I cannot root for the Cowboys in any way, shape, or form. Oh, yeah. If Trey is out there, um, I hope he gets six sacks and I don't want Absolutely. him to get injured. But I hope he sucks, man. Um, that's just the way I, it is. I, I hope he does. I'm sure he won't. Like it's just you. What's the what's the rate that former 49er players have their best games against us? Oh, I bet on revenge games and fantasy all the damn time. Damn. There's a wide receiver going against it. Like it's just added. It's like players in contract years always just somehow are healthy all the time and play well because it's just bonus material to get you going. Yeah, if you're Trey going against your old team, that's going to amp it up. But I'll again, I'll say this. I don't give a damn. I don't He care. is the enemy. And I'm going to say what Steve Young said. Never trade anything to the Cowboys. To the Cowboys. That Never. Was, that is that's... a simple rule to live by. Quote don't of trade the in division. Don't trade to the Cowboys. I don't know like simple. Hell, don't just, I'll Simple. take it a step further. Don't trade and damn sure don't even let in free agency. I still don't know how Deion Sanders went to the Cowboys. Don't let free agency find a way to make sure that player sticks with you. I, I, that's just my theory on it. I know you can't control the player because one team can offer more money, blah, 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 blah. You figure it out. It's the old Napo Napoleonic war code. Never do what your enemy wants you to do. Don't do it. Bingo. That's Napoleon, baby. Bingo. We got a super chat contribution, John. I'll let you read this one from Sarah, the domestic goddess. That sounds. Sarah, thank you Sarah. for the support. She says, can I say how refreshing it is to hear um, how nice it is to hear people talk about our team positively? I'm so sick of all the quote unquote fans trashing our team. Thanks, guys. Needed this today. Also, go Brock. Man, I there are way too many positive things to focus on with this team. And I know sometimes we drift back, and I apologize for that personally. But, man. You know, I went on a rant on my show. This is a Super Bowl contending roster, period. 
We were in the NFC Championship last year. The only reason why we didn't continue was an injury. But we got him back. And you can focus on Trey. You can focus on the Bosa thing. I wish we'd focus on the fact that Brock Purdy's back healthy. We weren't expecting this this time. A lot of good things right now on this team. I'm excited. Um, thank you, Sarah. Uh, people like you, y'all make this whole thing worthwhile. So incredible. Thank you, Sarah. Smile. Uh, Hall of Notes reference right there. Uh, let's talk about this offense and Brock Purdy. Because the heat is on now. Uh, I feel like there's the weight is like going to be graphic by the way that was clean appreciate that i i just i did it in my sleep i'm getting better i, I should do graphics when i'm on my way to sleep they seem <laughs> to come out better i'm not thinking as much let, let me ask you this though john i know the nick bosa not being here will affect the whole team as a unit that's how dynamic of a player he is right. He's a he affect he affects the offense um I do want to ask you this question. So the question is, can the 49ers win games offensively? And I'm sure you're going to pull a rabbit out your hat and give me all this data because that's what you do. Um, but I do know with my eyes, you're the data guy. I'm the eye guy. And I know with my eyes, I watched him do it last year toward the end of the season. And I sat there and said, Brock Purdy's going to win this game. The defense was shit with Nick Bosa. The defense was bad. I mean, bad, bad. Like Michael Jackson, worse than bad, bad. Right? And I'm saying Nick, I, I'm saying Brock's going to come out here and figure out how to win this game. And he did just that, John. Literally. Uh, we had to put up a lot of points and we walked out of there with a Robbie Gold field goal. <laughs> like, and Was it in overtime? Yeah, it was overtime. Whoa. So, can... Will first of all, will the offense have to do more of that? That's my first question. And then can they figure out how to consistently win games offensively? You know, if you look at when Brock Purdy came in, you scored over 30 points in six out of eight games that he played in. Six out of eight. That's incredible. Um, that's incredible. Now the offense wasn't always amazing. There's a few games that kind of stood out to me. The Denver game before Brock Purdy scored 10 points. Falcons, 14 points. That one we'll talk about. Uh, Saints, 13 points, but it was a shutout. And then the Cowboys game, he scored 19 points. The one commonality that I found in all of those games, uh, not even, and I understand Brock wasn't there for two of those, but the idea was these were teams that were very good against yards against the run. Um, Denver was seventh against total yards. Saints were fifth. Cowboys were 12th. Now, the Falcons were kind of the anomaly, and again, that was before Brock. And I think a lot of this, this goes to BMAC on Twitter. Um, you go back to that Falcons game, eight passes broken up, two interceptions, two fumbles, one return for a touchdown. And I think that's a big reason why the defense couldn't get the Falcons off the field. We are missing all the starters, whatever else. So I went through the whole season, our whole schedule, and I charted. I went through and charted three things. Where teams rated last year against total points, where teams rated against total yards, and where teams ranked against yards per rush attempt. And so I think these are the games, you talk about the heat being on, these are the games that are a concern for me for our offense. And I know I'm going a long part, and I'm sorry about this, Wayne. No, this is your time, bro. Do it. <laughs> but here's what's crazy. We do not play a team that is top 10 against yards until week 
11. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Week hold 11. On. I know you got the stats. I just want to put the schedule out there. So you're talking about total yards that they give up. Correct. Last year. Now things do change, but we're we no, going to go off of last year because we don't know what this year is yet. So we have to go off change. of last year's stats, right? So the Steelers, who we got week one, they were 13th against yards. So just slightly above average. Rams week two, 19th. Giants, 25th. This is all out of 32 teams. Keep going. Keep going. I love Cardinals, 21st. Cowboys, who we played last year, we scored 19 points. They were 12th. That's week five. So if you want to highlight that, they definitely have a great all uh, defense, no doubt about it. Browns, week six, 14th. Yeah, Vikings, 31st. Vikings are a really bad defense. Uh, Bengals, 16th. So those are that's your week eight. Then you've got a bye week. You come back, Jags, 24th in yards. Bucks, ninth. We beat the Bucks last year, 35 to zero. And they got worse. They got a lot worse this year. So the first time you play a top 10 team against total yards, they're not the same team. Seahawks, week 12, 26. Eagles, second, week 13. Obviously, that one's going to matter. Seahawks, again, week 14, 26. Cards, 15, 21st. Ravens, I hate that Ravens game. Christmas, uh, they're ninth against yards. I do not like that Ravens game. I'm just telling you. So, and so far, so, two teams. Yeah, and Commanders, week 17, third. Yeah, we had a tough one against Wait a Commanders minute. last time we played them. Their defense is that great? Against I yards, I felt like we yeah. beat them, though, convincingly. Um, not, yeah, last year we beat them 37 to 20. They were kind of out of it by that point. Okay. But they still weren't giving up a lot of yards. That's the context. I like yeah. that. And so, and then we finish up Rams. They were 19. So I know that's a lot of numbers, but mm. you know, back to your question, can the offense do what it's going to take to carry them? I think there's certain playmakers that's going to have to be healthy. Obviously not everybody's staying healthy, but the Niners finished. The sixth best team in points, fifth best in yards. The shift to dominant defense, making up for offense, I think it's going to be a little bit more balanced this year. I think you're going to have a very high-powered offense. You have the best skill position group in the NFL with Kyle Shanahan, with a quarterback that can get the ball out on time. I truly do believe that this offense is going to be a top five offense, if not top three offense this year. So to answer your question, whole bunch of mumbo jambo. Yes, the 49ers offense can carry the defense early, which we have not seen. In the Interesting, because usually it's the other way around. Now, this year, it may have to be like that. So now you're asking the 49ers offense to go out in Pittsburgh on the road and put up 30 plus points. That's that you want to about the heat being on that that's some heat that's going to be on on his shoulders especially if nick bosa is not out there like again that's the caveat and that's why we're having this discussion because if nick bosa is not out there the defense john already said that the defense goes from one to top five through ten so top ten right that's great we're not saying that they're five we're not saying that they're ten it just slips back a little bit Right. And so like or a lot of it, however you want to look at that measurement, that to me is why I'm, that, that's why I'm even asking the question, John, because I'm saying Brock's going to have to go out and figure out how to make sure that the offense is ticking. Kyle Shanahan is going to have to call games of his life and those players got to go up there and execute. Now, mind you, we may be out without a kiddo. We may not be able to exploit their weakness, which Kyle is a genius at. Right. We might not be able to exploit their weakness without having a do your dominant 
tight end out there on the field. I'm not saying that Dwelly, but Dwelly and Warner can't do what Kittle can do. I feel like if you're looking for explosiveness, it's got to be Braden. And that might be a game where Fumagalli gets called up and somebody else gets called down. You know what I'm saying? Because you know he can be he can pass protect and he can also be an extension in the run game as well as pass uh, catch. So it's going to be interesting to see. We don't have all of this stuff laid out for us as of yet. This is hypothetical. This is just us having a conversation. Right. But let's just say Bosa's not here week one. The pressure is on the offense to dominate. Yes. And now let's let's look at the other side and look at the Pittsburgh Steelers. They have had the best preseason games, period, with their number one. They're team the offense. number one preseason. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you if you want to go watch this offense, yeah, they dominate. Now Kenny Pickett Matt Kenyatta, I'm not sold on that offense. They scored 30 points once all of last year. They do not like to compete in games that are high scoring. They want to control. They want to run the ball. They want to control time of possession. So I don't think that you have to get to 30 points to win week one. But okay. if you do, that's a dub. It's not going to be a 33-30 game. That's not the way they are built. So you're um, saying that you don't see our – I'm I'm looking at our defense being at an all time. How many points did we give up in the Atlanta Falcons game? Just curious. I think it was twenty eight. That that's correct. Fine. I think I, that's off the top of my head. That's the only game we didn't have Nick Bosa playing last year, right? No, yeah, twenty eight to fourteen. There we go. Okay. I got it. All right. So so and 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 that game had a, a a weird series of events. I mean, you had the Jeff Wilson fumble. They recovered. It helped them out. That's context to why the defense may have struggled the way that they did, even without Nick Bosa. But the reason why I brought that it's up is seven defensive starters out that game. That's fair, but I D, Nick Bosa is the, is the key. So, like, who who else was out that game? Just curious, you know, since we're talking about that, I know. Oh goodness, let's go back and look at that real quick. Just that box score, it was it was just god awful. Um, if we're looking at here, we go. Let me go down to our defensive players. Here we go. Check this out. We did not have um, Aziz Alshire was out. Okay. We had different so not- cornerbacks. We had our cornerback that was out. Uh, Charvarius Ward was out. He was out that game. Yep. Um, let's see. Man, I'm kind of going through this backwards. I'm trying to figure out, was that the, did he play that game and then get hurt in that game? I can't remember. What Say that again? Mooney Ward. I remember him playing in a game and him getting hurt. Or was he out that game? Yeah, that's where he got hurt. You're correct. Okay. All yeah, right. that's. And then he missed the next couple, of, and then he came back to Kansas City game. Eric Armstead was out. That was huge because they just kept running up the middle. We had Kinlaw out. Good we job. Had out. Yep. We had Samson. Samson Ebicom was there. Um, yeah, I mean what? it was just a mess up the middle. I think you. I think you hit the nail on the head, man. The whole defensive front, the starters were missing. Even with Kinlaw, he was he was a starter last year. He won't be a starter this year. So that 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 that's really good context to call out. Well, I'm I'm saying that to say this. Are you confident with the defense? The interior should be set. There still should be some type of there should be much more of a pass rush from the interior perspective. We know what we saw in preseason, but we can't really count that. Are you are you confident? Like I I'm if I'm the Niners, I'm preparing without Nick Bosa. You have yes. to. Yeah, I mean, that's all you can do. He's not there. So how do you – you know, people – I see in the chat they're saying, listen, we need to keep Kitty Piggy under pressure. Well, how do you do that without yeah. blitzing? 
you got to get pressure up the middle and you're going to blitz. No, they're going to blitz. That <sighs> like they're going to blitz. And again, back to this idea of, you know, you said score 30 points. The over under on the 49ers Steelers week one from Vegas is 41 points. That's a 22 to 18 game. That's what they're projecting. Okay. Like a 20, but that's a close game. They have us winning. It's one of the lowest over unders of the entire week. It's the first game of the season. And usually it's not a lot of points put up. And I'm not like the lowest. It's the second lowest projected game. The whole the only game that's lower is Cardinals versus Commanders, and there's just no offense. <laughs> like it's going to be a defensive battle. That's it's going to be a defensive battle. It might and it might not even be that high. It might not even be forty plus points total. It, it might be, be one of those seventeen ten games. Kind of. I mean, I would not be shocked at all. Defense usually has the advantage early, right? But our defense would be less than full throttle. Correct. Where their but defense we is full throttle, we're better. Oh, hands we down. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's not even. That's not even the question. But the the thing is, you're missing the you're missing the pass rush. I don't give a care how you try to fabricate it. You can blitz your linebackers. You can you can add a safety blitz. You but you're then you're taking away. I, I, Kenny Pickett looks better. I will say that. Like and you, if he gets the ball out of his hand quickly, that's a big gain from off of a blitz. That's the gamble you're taking. Yep. And so, yeah, do we generate a more of an interior pass rush? Absolutely. The one thing I do like is we have the blueprint on defense, aka Mr. Eric Armstead himself, who remembers playing Pittsburgh years ago. Uh, and so this is what's going to be interesting. You said that the 49ers can win games offensively. I believe they can, but my thing is do they have to continue to is that the mindset they need going into the season we're going to put this team on our backs we're going to win these games no if i was Kyle Shanahan here's what i'm going to say do you know the 49ers finished first in interceptions last year as a defense yes as a defense do you know who they were tied with the Philadelphia Eagles nope the Steelers the Steelers Those i meant teams- i'm sorry Tied one and one. So 20, right? Yeah, 20 each. I'm sitting here saying this. Kenny Pickett threw more interceptions and touchdowns last year. Like, you don't lose this game. Like, here's what I would say as a coach. Look, guys, go out. You do your job. You make your plays. But understand this. You're not winning this game with one play. You can lose this game with one play, though. So go out there. We're going to go make our plays. Take your chances. Just understand this. If we don't put the ball in jeopardy, the 49ers don't lose this game. If we don't put the ball in jeopardy, we do not lose this game. That's always a key. Go out there. Be smart. I don't think that you need to go out there and make Brock Purdy do something we haven't seen. That's not who he is. Let him go out there and just dice it up early and quick. Stay efficient. Just, Just remain efficient. Don't change the blueprint from our quarterback and the way he's able to, you know, allocate and run this offense. Like, don't you don't have to change that. Now, their job, though, is to make him uncomfortable, which to me makes me a little bit more worried because I know T.J. Watt is going to be I, – I just – not just T.J. Watt, but that defense is going to be looking to get after him. They're going to probably do their due diligence and taking advantage. And we're giving you a quick little preview. We're going to do this next week, but we're giving, a little, uh, giving you guys a little quick preview on how we're going to be trying to break this team down. They're going to try to take advantage of Colton McKivitz. Let's just call it like it is. That is the newest 
addition to the 49ers offensive line. And so for Brock, he has to continue processing as quickly as possible. And so I see I see a lot of check downs. I see a lot of quick throws, quick reads. I would love and, that. And I'm okay with it. Yes. If you're getting down first, is a win, guys. If you're getting first downs, why the fuck are we complaining? That's it. And that's why we struggled back to when did the Niners struggle offensively? When teams were tight against yards. That's when the Niners offense couldn't get rolling. And that's why I went through that whole freaking schedule of teams that don't give up yards. Whoo! Niner County boy, nine months. He just had a baby. Uh, fellas, who was a well, nine months. I was John, you, oh, you be off. All right. Usually you be on, but this I is know. not a this is a movie. You're supposed to know. Uh, fellas, who's a player we can cut to pay both of the extra four million a year? We need to get that done. Yeah, it doesn't really work that way. Like the contract, the salary cap for Bosa goes down this year. So the 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 best way to phrase that is which player will we not re-sign next year to make room for that? And that move was already done with the Trey Lance trade. Uh, because that gave you 5.3 next year. Um, so I you because the salary cap for Bosa is at like 19 million, that's gonna fall to about eleven or twelve after the extension takes place. Um, so it's not about making room for him now. It's about what it's going to take away from the future. Oh, I love it. We got a little Q&A going on, a couple of more Super Chat contributions. We got Sarah, the domestic goddess, back in the building. Armstead already texting Wilkes strategy for the game. That was my favorite part of the presser. Everything else was just like, eh, whatever. And two, he talked about Eric Armstead, about being the blueprint, right? And then so Eric Armstead, did you hear this uh, portion? And I didn't know Steve Wilkes cursed until that particular <laughs> clip. And he was like, oh, he's effing ready. He said, oh, he's ready. Like, he, like, he's ready. Like, he was saying that to the coaches. And that is what you want. And that's a big addition. Healthy Armstead, Big plus for the 49ers defense. I'll say this, you know, and I think I've made this claim before. My litmus test for people that understand football, it's two players. If two you players. ask them about Eric Armstead and George Kittle. So if people talk negatively about Kittle's overpaid or Armstead's overpaid, it lets me know that they don't watch football. They watch stats and they don't understand how schemes work at all in football. So that's always been my litmus test for the 49ers. Like if somebody understands and watches film and understands film from a coaching or player's perspective, you are really high on Eric Armstead. You're really high on George Kittle. People that tear those two down don't understand culture in a locker room because they are literally he is the three-time Walter Payton nominee of the year. Amazing community, amazing locker room teammate, amazing mindset, makes everybody around him better. Uh, Lombardi put out this yesterday. Weeks one through – so if you look at with Armstead, without Armstead. Without Armstead last year, the 49ers had the 24th-ranked defense against the run. When he was in there, the eighth. Sacks with Armstead, four per game. Without him, 2.7. He Ooh. makes every single person better around him. And that's why whenever I see like people criticizing Armstead and stuff, I'm just like, you really don't you you don't understand what the bigger picture is. You look at a stat line and you see sacks or non-sacks, which are the least I anyway, I'm sorry. Armstead's it's not, incredible. It's not why they extended Armstead. It wasn't for his production in sacks, it was for his production. To continue to be better, to make everybody better. He's like that amoeba 
and then he his him think about it when he wasn't there yesterday he was last year he was struggling with the turf toe and, and then, then he that other foot and then he broke his other ironically right and then we just couldn't get it together and then come down the stretch when he finally started getting healthy he looked like a dominant interior guy and then our other interior guy was breaking down right and that was after four straight years of not missing a game he went four straight years of not missing a game, and then both defeat happened. Ooh, get, getting that liquid death in there, big dog. But, yeah, so, like, again, like, the culture of the 49ers, the mindset of the 49ers, the heart and soul of the 49ers, these two guys, I think, are, you know, everybody loves Warner. Everybody loves Bosa. Everybody loves Hufunga. But, like, again, I'll go back to this. You, If you're listening to somebody that's, like, tearing apart Eric Armstead, I'm sorry. I just question whether or not they understand football at all. It just – I just question it. I want to shout out Kittle Me This. He's been lighting it up in the chat. I, like I, like I do name. too. Um, that's a t-shirt. Kittle Me This. Uh, and, and put the question mark like as the Riddler. Uh, if Ooh. if Bosa continues to hold out, can we win with Armstead, Hargrave, and a rotation of defensive ends? Yes. 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 Completely. The, the Cowboys game would be the first one. Week five where it's like, all right. Yeah, got to have them out there then. Um, I don't think week five's in question, but I would have said the same thing about week one, yet here we are. Um, but I'm kind of more of an optimistic person. So, yeah, you got Rams week two. Yeah, that's definitely a winnable game. I think probably the worst roster in the NFL outside of their three superstars, which now it's looking like Cooper Cup might not be ready. Um, Giants week three. Great coaching staff. They're freaking lunch bell workers, but not a great roster. Week four cards, terrible team. Week five Cowboys. Yeah, you get through it, but you don't want to get through it. You want to go through and dominate and set the tone. And you need Bosa for that. I agree. I agree 1,000%. Mike Ng, those liquid deaths are fire for sure. I'm just the watermelon. Uh, the melon flavor is the best one to me. Uh, if you can find those, this comes in a red can. Go ahead and grab them. I am not sponsored. Pumpkin spice latte freaking coffee, baby. I can't drink coffee. It just it messes me up. Uh, there's nothing new on Nick Bosa uh, as of right now. I'm refreshing. I'm refreshing. I'm, not saying anything. I'm hoping he find. I'm hoping at least we have a, a ground of what's going on right the four million dollars things like that that's so, perhaps right and so like hopefully that's kind of like what it is uh or, or whatnot and I, I i know that the niners and the team and parag and those guys are doing their due diligence and they're i don't think there's a middle ground they got to figure out that four million dollars i think the, i think the ball is in the niners court and they got to figure out the four million john is the, are you thinking the same or you or do you think nick might budge Nick ain't budging. They're not budging. <laughs> why? They're already super rich. Why? Why? Like he, the, the Papa Bosa is making his sons pay back every penny. They that... are descendants from the mafia. The grandfather's nickname was Joey Bats. And they are you serious? Him that because they, yes, that was his weapon of choice. Allegedly, you can go look this stuff up. Like I gotta look this up. John, send me the links. Not like. Oh, yeah. I love it now. I'm they way more connected. Theirs, oh, I, I love this. I didn't know this. Fort Lauderdale don't play. Yeah, he was in the Chicago like mob back in the day, at least rumored. Jo Joey and, Bats. Yeah. That just sounds dope. Well, we unless you were tied to a chair. <laughs> <laughs> Jack says 17 and 0. 17 and 0. She just oh, looked at the schedule. Yeah. 
We went back through it. She had one off day where it was 13 and 4. Oh, did it, she? That I was missed that. That was after the Trey Lance trade. I think she oh. was tight. And now she's back on the 17 and 0. You know what I'm, I'm saying? To see. I've never met in person, Jax. I'm excited about I mean, that. Not, none of us have. This is going to be interesting to meet any of the fans. Wait. Speaking of that, John, let's talk about what we got planned. I this is our fourth year doing these rush road trips. And it's finally kind of coming together and really, really excited about what we got going on. The night before party, now it's turned into a day before party. We're taking over for the 49ers invasion. Their official party, which they just announced two days ago, it's going to be at McFadden's. We take over for them. We wanted to find a way where fans aren't being pulled in different spots. And so we could just keep people together. And so, yeah, you have the 49ers official party hangout run by the organization then we take over uh they're 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 it's so very excited we're going to be saturday from 2 to 9 p.m at mcfadden's we've got unbelievable stuff we've got trivia competitions we've got competitions against other people we're going to have all kinds of different games we're gonna have college football games on uh texas and alabama is going to be playing we're going to be having just an absolute blast then we've got the tailgate the day of um, three blocks from the stadium, walking distance, less than a mile. It's going to be incredible, man. Hang out with Wayne, myself, Eric. I see Eric in the chat. Peachy, uh, man, Jax. It's going to be incredible. Go to 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Get your tickets. Probably going to sell out on the tailgate. Um, we have sold a lot of tickets, which is awesome. And if you can't make it to Pittsburgh, We've got 11 other games we're throwing events for. Head over there, check them out. They're available for all of those. Every home tailgate will be at. Go get your tickets, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. <laughs> the moment we talked about he fixed the avatar, tell me that's not bad. That's not a badass that's avatar. That's pretty clean. That's pretty clean. Did you do the graphic? Did you, like, like if you did that, kiddo me this, please hit me up. That's pretty cool. Please. Because you said Riddler. But right. I think Kittle would prefer the Joker. He does prefer the Joker, yeah. but He's when you say Kittle, so so maybe I could do a T-shirt in the light of the Joker making fun of the Riddler. Like you know oh, what I mean? Look at you. You go see exception I'm, level deep. I'm Chris on Nolan it. Nolan would be proud of you. Hey man, Coach Cruz got me bling bling. He got me spinning, man. I wanted this what is my that? birthday present. Oh look at Ooh. are you kidding me? Coach Cruz got you that? How cool is that? Coach Cruz just be finding the them things. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So I'm out here, bling, bling, pinky ring, word, I'll fit it, bling, bling. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's my people right there, man. That's <laughs> the other boys, man. We got, a, we got a couple of Super Chat contributions before we get out of here, guys. Man, listen, thank y'all so much for tuning in the show. You can go to www.49ersRushRoadTrip.com uh, for all the information on all of the games because John will be doing home games as well. I feel like you can't call them rush road trips if they're home games. True. We gotta, fig we gotta figure that out. We gotta uh, the you know. website domain. I can't change it. You can't. You can't. <laughs> you, you, you. I mean, you can, but you just buy a new one. Like rush home games. Something. Gotta figure it out. We'll figure it out. Uh, Sean is in the building. He says, "Listen, B is sponsored by his alma mater. What's Amada with you? That's a oh. Lion King reference. That's Who's right. B though? Breezy." I He's talking about you and all your Michigan stuff, I'm sure. I'm sure, because I can tell you right now, since John done changed the game and booked the place for 95 
freaking hours, I'm going to be watching Michigan game the whole time. So don't ask me to say nothing like there during that time. John knows, though. I, I'm going to be throwing the party during the Texas-Alabama game, man. Yeah, but you don't care about your football oh. team like I care about my football. It's a little different. Well, watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like I was about to get, I was about to get what? pimp smacked on the whole lot. Because you're you're different when you watch your college yeah. team. I, it's I watched you watch them. It was different. It's a different vibe. I'm one track minded. If I got something to set up for that, I'm like, all right, I got to set this up. I got to put this on the back burner, which is hard. That's difficult for me, but I'm trying. <laughs> I'm Jack trying. says she's excited to see uh, both of us. You get to see. John and I, aka Dumb and Dumber, aka Lethal Weapon. I'm trying to think of some other badass duos. Uh, Batman and Robin. You get to see us. Kid and play. Kid and play. Can we do the kid and play for everybody? I mean, we could try. I uh, mean, I'm I'm gonna fucking break my ankle, <laughs> but I just wanted to know. I'll start could... practicing. Okay, because you'll probably do it better than I I will. Like you I mean, know, what I got I mean? a, next time I vacuum. That's what I remember. Whenever he was practicing doing the thing before the party. There we go. There we go. Oh, I was getting my legs up. They're probably not going to go back down. NEG <laughs> and the B-Dogs can't wait to see everyone in Jacksonville. John, you got something special planned for Jacksonville, right? We do. We have the Honorable Frank Gore, the legend, going to come party with us the night before. Which... If you really want to party with we oh. let me see what you... Ah, let me stop. Dude. I'm getting excited, man. I'm getting excited. It took me... I've been, like, a little down lately. I'm tired of all the news. Like, none of it's been... Ugh, it's been Protect blatter. your fandom, people. Protect your fandom. I'm so big on that. If somebody is causing you to not enjoy this, if you're not enjoying this, what the hell are you doing? So protect yourself, man. And so if that means staying away from certain accounts on social media, including myself, if I'm on a whatever tear, like protect your fandom. It's it's this is supposed to be a good thing. Let's go. It's supposed to be a great thing. That's why I'm friends uh, with this guy. That's why I'm friends yeah. with this guy. Absolutely, man. We are brothers. Uh, we're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. John, take us home, baby. What a great show. Shout out to everybody out there. The Breezy Bunch crew, the Countdown crew, and all the other crews. We had Chiefs in the building. We had Rams in the building. Uh, I just love it. I just love fans from every, every nation, every team to come in here and just smack talk that's what i kind of love like you know what i mean so uh john we'll see them in pittsburgh right yes we got a tuesday show here at home and then we'll see them in pittsburgh there we go i love it i love it oh we just got a super chat coming late my that man charles that edge up is crispy sorry that's the first thing i saw you got the sunroof open to highlight it and everything Keeping the saying, scene man, with the gangster nice. lean nice. he says i'm gonna be at that jacksonville game that game is gonna be i think the two biggest parties that we're gonna have this year actually probably three Pittsburgh week one, week one's always big. That Jacksonville game's the closest to like 10 states. And then the Arizona party is going to be crazy because they didn't get a game last year. And that's one of the largest chapters um, of fan bases. So those three are going to be crazy. doesn't mean the other parties won't be great. They're just going to be a little bit more intimate and more interactive, which is a good thing. Uh, Niners underscore nation. The, the, the Madden would either be Wednesday or Thursday of that week of the of the game every every madden live simulation will be the wednesday or thursday 
of the week because I'll be, I'll be traveling on Fridays the majority of the time. And then if it's a little different, they'll be earlier. So if we have a Thursday game, it'll be on a, a Monday or a Tuesday. Like, interesting, right? Or, or or Wednesday. I might try to keep it on Wednesday. I want to know what biases I have. I, I see this out here and Big Everybody's Papa, got a bias. There's nobody that does not have a – everybody brings their own yeah, – But which one is he talking about? Probably Michigan. Probably Michigan. Probably Michigan. Probably Ambry. Could oh, I see what he's saying. I nah, nah nah. When Ambry when Ambry looks like Dudu, do I not say he looked like Dudu? You do, you do. So if Jake Moody is out there and he misses, he's gonna get it. If Ronnie Bell keeps dropping passes, matter of fact, they talk about my biases. When Ronnie Bell gave up those two interceptions, what did I say on Twitter? Go back and find it. He has to catch that. He's not going to make this roster keep missing passes. Like, that's not good. That's like almost the equivalency of fumbling the ball in the goal line. I did not want to throw shade at Jordan P. Mason, but I'm just saying. But you know what I love that Kyle is doing? He's still giving them chances. He's still giving them opportunities. That lets me know that there's something special about those particular players. You know what I'm saying? John, we got to end the show with the poll question, then you're going to take us home. What will the 49ers offense average this season in scoring? What would you say? The, the, the choices were 0 to 20, 21 to 30, 31 to 40, 40 plus. Dang. Averaging? I'd say 21 to 30. Hey, you averaged 28 points. You, you win it. You're going. You win a 15 games. 68% of the 100 billion votes that we had said the same thing you said 21 to 30. I would have took a flyer and said, we got Brock freaking Purdy. We going 31 to 40 a game. Gosh, man, if that if you average 30 points a game with this defense, yeah, you're Jack Lidnock's prediction time. <laughs> 17 yeah. and 0, baby. Yeah. Yeah. 17 and 0. John, great show. Glad to have you here on a Friday. A little bit over our time, but who cares? Like they we're here for the people, baby. I had a I had a ball, man. I had a blast. And I'll say this, you know, I get the negativity out there. I understand. It's not always, you know, sunshine and rainbows. But, man, when you get together with this community and Wayne Breezy, there's just way too many positives out there to, to be negative. This roster, this team, this coaching staff, this is a playoff freaking – oh, go. I got a ding-ding. Go. I mean, go. shit. I got to have one, Wayne. At least I hope so. That, my... <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Damn it. Somebody I can't get through one Somebody cut episode. that clip. Don't cut that clip. Question. The Niners typically start slow because of the coaching staff. In my opinion, I feel like it takes time for them all to get on the same page in jail. We think it's the players. Last year, I thought it was the coaching staff. Had a lot of new coaches, new positions. This year, we have the same thing because we lose a lot of our coaches. We got a new defensive coordinator. Uh, and some new coaches, some guys that have been in the building got promoted up, and then we had to bring in a couple of new guys. Do you think that might hinder us from starting fast? I don't think so. I think injuries, and I think Jimmy G was a slow starter, and I think last year with the typhoon freaking week one, that definitely hurt, and then Jimmy G came in and did the Denver game and all that, whatever. Um, so I think a lot of it had to do with personnel and injuries. I think that's why. I don't anticipate a slow start. I Me do either. not. I just I don't anticipate it. I don't either. I just prepare for the first drive not to be a scoring drive, but then it's to, then it starts to build. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
Like, because if if I'm Kyle Shanahan, let's say you get a 10-play scoring drive on the first drive, you do score. Cool, I'm cool with it. But I still feel like he tries to feel the defense out. What are they giving me? Like, let's test this. Let's test that. I feel like Kyle's going to be in his bag now that he feels he has his guy back there. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? CMC, man. Just get ready for a lot of CMC. A lot of CMC. I'm ready. John, please take us home. I'm sorry for that, Bell. My That's bad. okay. You get a ding, ding. You got to share it with everybody, buddy. Uh, appreciate everybody. Y'all are incredible, this community. I love it. Wayne, thank you for having me on. And just for embracing the community, building the community with positivity and knowledge, I freaking love it. And until next time, guys, stay strong, faithful. I be sipping gold bar, whiskey on the rocks, and a 24 karat gold on a watch. My 71 Chevy B tipping nonstop, sounding like Trent Williams on the fly. So you know we can't stop, we be banging through your speakers. Wayne Breezy on the filter in the bleachers. You can tune into my show and I'm a teacher. Wayne Breezy, the phone I preacher. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.